these mycotoxins are not only xenoestrogens, they also um, promote genetic deformities. Things such as ADHD, things such as diabetes, things such as allergies. Do you remember 20 years ago anyone having allergies? I, I remember people having hay fever, not people being anaphylactic to fish. Uh, <laughs> My G, how are you, bro? How you been? I'm good, yeah. How's everything with you? Not bad, not bad, not bad. I didn't want to talk about my veggie garden because it's so fucking tiny, but <laughs> I did get a veggie garden, all right? Fuck it. I talk about everything. So Talk about everything. When I said I didn't want to talk about it, inside my gut, I felt bad. I was like, there's... Because I talk about fucking everything, G. Like everything, and we get in trouble, but that's all right. That's all right. I don't think it's the size of the veggie garden. It's about the quality. And I was looking at your veggie garden as I walked in. It's small. It's <laughs> but yeah. it's gonna be sexy. It is. It is. Sexy. It's getting there, bro. It's getting there. What? Uh, all right. Let's start. Let's start with um, a little while ago. Right. If you're tuning in via audio, I'm here with Life and Times of Adam on Instagram. And we are discussing nutrition. Is that, is that the space? That's right. I would say nutrition, food. Yeah. So a little while ago, a report came out and I posted it of New South Wales where they were saying that your home veggie gardens have too much iron and they're almost like bad for you yeah and you shouldn't have a veggie garden at your house yeah what are your thoughts on that depending on the soil depending where it's located i could understand i iron in the soil i don't think it's that it's a big of a deal mm -hmm. right and considering i believe sydney sits on lime no what's the what's the soil i think it's lime yeah. I'm not too sure. I think it's limestone that it's sitting on. So it's yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, quite, actually, it, yes. It's quite yes. acidic. Yes. It's quite acidic anyways, right? Ooh, I, I don't know. Well, I'm an immigrant. <laughs> 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 I'm assuming, uh, just because when I dig in my garden, it's full of clay. So yeah. I'm assuming it will be slightly acidic. Um, but iron and soil shouldn't affect the crops too much, mm. uh, in my opinion. What would affect crops um, are things such as um, pesticides. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there, there's some of ones that are banned in Europe that can seep into soils and mm. therefore affect grass, affect crops, um, affect animals that eat grass. So the meat becomes contaminated too. Yeah. Look, if the soil in the ground is contaminated or the government claims it's contaminated, that's fine. We can elevate it. We can get veg pods mm -hmm. if, you know, you want to be growing things in your garden. What are veg pods, bro? It's, uh, how to describe it? It's it's essentially a pod, Yeah, but it's elevated. So you put um, soil in it. It's got like a cover. It's almost like a mini greenhouse, which okay. I think are fucking sick, bro. I think everyone should have a veg pod in the garden. 
uh, or in the house if they have a balcony. Do you know what VegPod... Re- oh, by the way, we got PJ and... Do I say your name, lad? I don't see why not. Fatty, my guy, my guy, my guy. I don't know. What's cracking, everyone? <laughs> yeah, my G, my G. Do you know what that sounds like to me? What's that? Do you do you know? Did you ever hear of that? Um, when you die, there's a new way that you get buried. Yes, where you a human gets put into a little fucking pod thing yeah. and then they go underground and then uh, apparently like a tree is supposed to grow from it. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen that? I've seen those. I think they're really, really cool. And then the other one is also an organic coffin. Organic yeah. coffin? Um, so there was an organic coffin and I believe, if I'm not wrong, um, they add, um, so it's made out of, um, I don't remember if it was exactly cardboard. It was something that would, uh, disintegrate essentially. So when your when your body decomposts, ah. it will decompose with it. And then I believe they put seeds in it or something. So on top of the ground, plants and and trees will sprout. So you essentially you'll be reincarnated as a well, your body will be incarnated as a plant. Which is Interesting. It's pretty cool. Because the 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 when I was when I was getting the stuff for the garden, I got these. I was told to get these little cup things that are like paper sort of type yeah. of things that you and then you spray them around and then you put all the plants in yeah. and then they dissolve. So is that yeah. the same concept? It's the same concept, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so you said you're an immigrant. Let's start back your story. What's your history? So How'd you get into knowing all of this? And we're gonna obviously go a breakdown. This is only the start of the episode. How did you come about living here and your background? Cool. So I'm Polish. Um, I was born and raised in Poland until I was eight. And then um, my family moved over to England, to London. Um, And then I grew up in South London. Um, Yeah. Then when I was 21, I decided to move to Australia. Um, I thought that it's such a vast country not a lot of population, there'll be more um, opportunities for me. Mm. What I want to do in life ultimately is I want to be a farmer. That That's my goal. You know, you can keep mm. your money, you can keep your economy, just give me a piece of land and let me, you know, farm, give me some chickens and I'll be happy. Because <laughs> that's a, that's another thing. You, you What's that, what cut of meat do we have at yours the other, the other oh, time? So, um, um, we had a cow's diaphragm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. How was that? You made it pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. It was decent. It was very, very decent. But you've said it a few times. I'm just a peasant and I like this food and blah, blah, blah. Why do you say that? I find a lot of people um, portray a lifestyle that I don't agree with, you know, they'll be ranting and raving about Wagyu beef, they'll be ranting and raving, they'll be, um, they'll be saying, oh, I don't eat this, you understand, Mm. when they've got every opportunity, I'm not saying if it's a religious or a health choice that they believe in, maybe someone's vegan or vegetarian and they choose not to eat something, that's fine, when I'm talking about an average Joe saying, oh, you know, I don't want to eat that. That's that's beneath me. You understand? Mm. I don't agree with that at all. Um, you know, at my house, when you or when en- anyone comes over, I eat a lot of organ meat. So 
I say, look, I'm a peasant, but I know how to pre- prepare these dishes mm. um, to make them taste delicious. And also they're so healthy for you too. Yeah. Um, you know, the one of the original beliefs of medicine, uh, I know definitely ancient Greece, ancient Egypt, um, if you're having heart problems, you'll be eating a lot of hearts. Right, chicken hearts. I love chicken hearts. Yeah, chicken hearts are banging. So good. In like a tomato soup. Have you ever had it? Not tomato soup. I like, want to, man. It's so I've good. I've heard it's fucking amazing. It's so good. So like just a normal tomato soup. Yeah. On the side, you fry up the chicken hearts, brown them a little bit, salt, pepper, a bit of olive oil, and yeah. then pop them in together. Match made in heaven. Oh, I got to try that yeah. shit. Eh? Same with liver. I mean, liver. Yeah, I've had liver. liver. My mum used to cook a lot of liver. Liver is so good for you. Chicken liver. Beef Beef liver is a bit gamey for some, even for me. Um, I know you can get pills mm-hmm. where it's dehydrated liver and you're getting all the vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the, the liver that goes about. Oh, were you pulling up? Oh, that looks so it good, looks man. Good. It looks good. Bro, chicken yes. heart. Is my favorite. Have you have you tried it? Have you tried it, Fatty? I think I had some at a Brazilian barbecue one time. Yeah. I love them. I think. Right. How, how do you push like chicken balls? How do you, we push them? How do you eat them in Brazil? How do you prepare them? So we, bro, we're pretty plain, eh? We essentially just salt, like salt them, and um, it's preferred to like just yeah, we just fry them really. Like we don't really have a special way of doing it. Like on the charcoal is obviously how Brazilians love to fucking cook. So it always tastes better, but we keep it pretty plain, eh? Like we don't really go too deep with it, but I love chicken heart, dude. Yeah. I think like, see that that's, that's essentially it. Like you put them on a um, coal and you. It's like a little skewer. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. And just salt, pepper it. Yeah, we Brazil's quite plain like that, mm. and it's quite plain. Italy as well, like Argentina too. Why? Why is carbonara and all these like what is it like all all these pastas? When you get when you go to Italy, it's very minimal. No, oh, because it's peasant food. But when you come over here, they just try to smash everything yep. in it. But it's it's also about the ingredients that they use. So, for example, let's take. The carbonara in Australia. Yeah. Like, could you describe it to me? Uh, How would you make it if you were going to, like, to replicate it? Bruh, bruh. I'll go to a Coles. I'll grab a Domeo meal mix and I'll pop it in. I wish I knew how to make carbonara. I just don't. I don't. So, so, how would you make it? How would I make it? So, I would first of all find guanciale, which is a pain in the backside to find. Mm. So guanciale is a cured pork cheek. Yeah. So like it's a cheek of a pork okay. of a pig. All right. So it gets cured. Uh, I believe the um, it can it's you need salt, you need pepper, and then it gets dehydrated to a certain point where I think I believe it's seventy percent of the moisture goes. Um, but why guanciale specifically is the fat that's in it. It's mostly fat. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'll find guanciale. I would prepare it. So I'll cut off the skin because it comes with skin on. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is guanciale. So as you can see how much fat there is in it. So you don't actually use any olive oil. It's the only fat you use in a pasta. Uh-huh. Right. With the spaghetti, I would actually buy a 
wheat spaghetti, egg-free, because you need to remember that carbonara has egg in it. So egg mm. on egg makes a very heavy meal. So you eat egg on egg carbonara, you're going to go comatose. So just a wheat spaghetti, mm. I would do two organic eggs mm -hmm. with one additional egg yolk for creaminess. And then I would do pepper and I would do pecorino romano, which is a, so, it's a sheep's, it, it looks like the texture and the feel looks like a parmesan, mm -hmm. but it's made out of uh, sheep's milk. Yeah. So it's like- Sheep's it's, milk. It, it's saltier. Yeah. So it looks like that. It's super white. Bro, sheep's milk. Yeah. I've heard of goat's milk. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of sheep's milk. Yeah. So- uh, yeah, so I'll add the mixture, I'll take it off the fire, uh, and then combine it. So let's count the ingredients. So we've got spaghetti, guanciale, let's say pepper is an ingredient, uh, pecorino romano and egg, that's five, yeah. minus water. So, mm. I mean, very simple. Mm. And it's not the only one, you know, there's um, the aglio e olio, the, it's spaghetti with garlic and olive oil. Yeah. Three ingredients, right? And if you're fancy, you add in a bit of chili. So all the pasta dishes are peasant dishes, you know, because there wasn't much meat. That's why when people are like, oh, you know, I love pizza, a meat feast. It doesn't exist in Italy because traditionally they didn't have these meats to put on pizzas. Pizza was a, a quick meal you would eat, you know, almost as an appetizer. Why have we shifted so much away from that? Is it because of some ego shit? Is it because of our developed taste? Is it because of the, the like, is it stopping us from receiving the nutrition? Is it having less items within the food give more nutrition to the body? Or does it all our body break down everything that's, you know, colluded in our current carbonara in Australia? Look, um, I would say it's it's because we've got money. Yeah. The, the the that's where it is. We've got the ingredients, so we try to ennoble these dishes. You mm -hmm. Understand? We try to improve them. We try to make them better. Now the question is: Do we actually make them better for ourselves, for our bodies? What what things are we putting in there? Like where yeah. do these things things come from? Is is less more? Exactly. Mm. Do you take? a handful of ingredients and you cook them and you prepare them to the best of the ability or do you kind of, you know, prepare them half-assed way but you add in fancy ingredients you put in truffles for some reason or cream or I don't know what else you got, onions. Yeah. Right? Um, That's true. Like my carbonara, bro, like when I was, when I was like cooking, like I'm, I'm, Definitely taking a hard hit when it came, comes to nutrition. I've always been like into nutrition, but like usually my mum's done it. You know what I mean? Like coming like from Brazil, she'd, she'd make all these amazing things. And then when I broke out on my own, I don't know, it sort of, it sort of shifted away and I just started eating shit. But it's also the city life too. You need to, yeah. it, it, it's also different, right? So a hundred years ago, how many people had fridges in their houses, right? Mm. Think about that. So, you know, you would cook it on the day, you'll go buy it fresh, mm. you would prepare it, you would eat it. You know, probably you would have some bread because it wouldn't spoil for a few days, but meat spoils quickly unless, yeah. it's, unless it's cured, right? Yeah. Because the moisture is gone. 
Um, so it's not. You can wait. Is cured the same that you dry it? Like you can it, have it, meat dry for like months. That's right. Yeah. So it, it's essentially. It's. I don't know the exact difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, curing, uh, drying. Uh, what else can you? That's do? That's the only way to really. You can. You can do a, a with a salmon. I've made a lox lox salmon before. So What's that? It, it just depends on the moisture content of the of the piece of meat. So yeah. Um, yeah. Fair. Where did you learn all this, dude? Like, oh, so I have so, to, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. you were in Poland. You went to England. Yeah. You wanted to come to Australia, yeah. and like, at what point were, what were you interested as a kid, and then at what point did you just go, I love food. So I have to exactly. I have to uh, give a disclaimer. I'm not actually in the cooking field. I'm not a nutritionist. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just my interest and it's my passion. So yes, when I moved out of my parents' house when I was uh, 20. And I'm having you on because you have unique views on food and I find it very interesting. That's that's why. So yeah, by, we're, not, we're not pushing anything. YouTube, we're just having a discussion, man. Let me live. <laughs> Let me fucking live, man. But yeah, go Which on, go crazy, on. Man. I know, I know, um, bro. Yeah, look, uh, I was part of the rat race and I found myself eating shit. Yeah. Um, and then I, I just wasn't feeling well. You know, like I, I would feel constantly sick. I would, um, but not sick as in I've got a temperature or a fever. I almost felt like I've been on benders every time I would go and I would eat fast food, uh, especially in London. Uh, you know, we've got chicken shops, kebab shops, Um so yeah, I was just feeling like shit and I didn't understand. And I wanted to understand why I'm feeling like this. Mm. So I started doing some research um, and then I realized, you know, after conducting this research that the oils mm -hmm. within our current society in what is acceptable, um, you know, in my opinion, are, are, are poison. You know, the, the oils that we're intaking I remember 10 years ago, they used to tell us butter's bad for you. Do you remember that? Mm. And it was like this big push, stop eating butter, start using yeah. canola oil, vegetable, sunflower oil. Oh, bro, uh, cocaine was good for you at one stage. Like sugar was good for you. That's they right. They pushed all that shit. That's right. So, you know, it's, it's when I started conducting the research, I, I looked at how these oils were created and... Um, these oils are created from the seeds of the plants, right? Mm -hmm. Now let's have a think. A plant doesn't want to be eaten. It's not a fruit. You know, fruit gets eaten. You eat its seeds. It gets passed on. You understand? And yeah. a new plant grows. Vegetables are not like that. So naturally, the seeds have toxic things in them to deter things from eating them, right? So it can't defend itself using claws or teeth. Yeah. So it develops toxins. Now... Toxins aside, I'll, I'll talk about them later. The process of refining and extracting these oils, the way you extract them is using chemicals. Now, I've sent you a video before that mm -hmm. this is any of your listeners who are interested. Super simple, easy YouTube search. Just type in how canola oil is made. And now when you watch it with the solvents and the chemicals that they use, let's remember that not 100% of the chemicals used to extract these oils can be 
purified. So some of these mm -hmm. chemicals stay. Now, you're very health conscious. Mm -hmm. Would you like to be putting random chemicals in your body that you don't know that what effects they're going to have on you? <laughs> no, no. Maybe before, definitely not now. <laughs> but this is the thing. The, the doctors and the health professionals, whoever's being... They push it. I don't want to, you know go down a certain road but let's just have a think no, what's I've, in I, it. you I've understand had a, once. i've had a beef with um gps prescribing antibiotics for fucking anything like as their saving grace like it just it doesn't make us better it's better to actually diagnose they just been pushing that shit like it's nothing but this is the thing who who is funding these research right where is it coming from that's like, the big question what's, what's in it for them because remember, not all doctors will agree on the same issue. So, mm -hmm. you yes. know, you yes. can, you, let, let's not be daft. We can't assume that there's uh, these multi-million dollar corporations have something in it for themselves too. Um, of course. So to any of your listeners, if you're ever wondering uh, about how certain oils are made, you can do a YouTube search on it. You can watch it. You can have a thing for yourself. I'm just here to inspire and aware mm -hmm. um and then second of all with these oils um since in my opinion they're poison um i've realized this is why i was being sick when i would be going for these takeouts because they would be using and reusing the cheapest oils they could find mm -hmm. so therefore my body you know was physically trying to reject them right. it was almost as i was on benders every night yeah feeling like shit the day after minus the drink and just eating food and that's when i started conducting further research and you know I, I wanted to see what is actually healthy for my body like what can i do not to feel like that um and i came across um extra virgin coconut oil unrefined um since it's got mi microbial properties can you can you just develop undefined Unrefined. unrefined yeah so unrefined any oil um in my opinion every household should have only two oils if they're going to cook right extra virgin olive oil extra virgin coconut oil now okay. extra virgin signifies that it's um mostly handmade there's it just essentially means that uh, the process doesn't include chemicals. That's why it's extra virgin, right? It's because you got extra virgin, virgin, and then I think it's just a normal one. Mm. Um, they would just call it olive oil. Um, so yeah, extra virgin signifies that it's been least fiddled with. Right. Right. And unrefined is the same. The, the process is... The, more natural the most natural you can get yeah right? yeah yeah because the process of olive oil is you get olives you squeeze them together and oil pops out you collect the oil voila you've got olive oil olives are fucking yeah they, they taste really good yeah yeah that's so when you when you figured when you figured this out what like what which other oils did you find was absolutely not good for us so in my household actually um my mum was hellbound on using sunflower oil all the time. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I found myself. Um, it, it was weird because I was doing like a almost like an allergy test, but to oils. So I would fry my food, or I would put it in a salad, try it, see how I felt, um, and then yeah, 
during that eliminate uh, like using that elimination process i i've condoned these oils are shit mm. I, I don't want to um stray away from extra virgin and coconut um now via practical elimination that's right system of elimination right. yeah yeah that's right okay. um you know yeah for your specific body now what what about for others look i, I know that there's research uh, that shows not necessarily uh, I, I want to start moving on uh to you know like um the mycotoxins in our food yeah uh, yeah. yeah 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 so this will cover you know for other people too because i'm mm -hmm. sure i'm sure look kfc tastes great right yeah bro kebabs taste good too yeah they do bro but how do you feel after like if you if you can if you cut it out for a week for i always fucking regret it after a eh? i'll like i'll you have a zinger box bro and i'll be like this is the greatest thing i'm eating right now and then after it, i'll be like fuck why did i do even that? even the <laughs> chips even the chip i was in um bro kfc has better chips than maccas uh, and uh, hj's look, though look i'm guilty of it i'm not saying i don't 100 go out you yeah. understand in the in the current climate it's i don't know how you would do it like it's impossible i guess unless yeah. you're in a country but even then you've got the local hotel right so i'm not saying oh, i'm a purist i'd never go out i'm mm. saying just watch what you're eating like be smart about it right yeah think think to yourself oh what is the healthiest choice i can have and like you've been out with me you know i i ask all the time yeah you know i'll say oh if i have an almond milk for some reason I will ask. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean for summary? You tell me almond milk's bad, lad? That's well, what I'm I saying, have. I'm not saying it's bad, but I stick to that dairy, mate. I, Are you, I, you go straight to I, full cream. A full cream. Full cream. Uh, and actually, Every time. Always, man. Always. Uh, no, I, I'll say to you. No, I, mean, I switched to almond milk. I was always full cream before, but lately I've switched to almond milk. Do you feel better milk. after switching? Um, I've had to adapt to the taste. And uh, do I feel better? Do I feel better? Because look, some people I know they they're lactose intolerant, and then they switch yes. to. Look, the only thing I would say, we have a mutual mate. Um, yeah, he's a producer. Over no, here. not that one. We've got another mate who enjoys oat milk. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. That's that's the other producer. Oh, that's the uh, sorry. Yeah, the other producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I understand most people are not aware, but I, I've mentioned to him, and you know because you were there, yeah. just to check the ingredients on his oat milk, and it was 90% rapeseed oil, wasn't it? With 2% yeah. oats. Why do they market oat milk to be the new amazing thing if it's so unhealthy? I wouldn't say it's so unhealthy. However, the look, the big controversy with with the the oils is actually the vitamins your body's getting these mm. oils because they're processed not only they have chemicals is also the omega sixes right yeah so human body needs two omegas omega three which you can get from fish avocado olive oil and omega sixes right which you can get from things such as sesames if i'm not wrong and then of course you can get from these poisoned oils as mm. i like to call them now I rather put sesame on my food than put sesame oil, right? Because I'm not putting additional chemicals into it. Mm. But people are marketing the 
oat milk, I guess, as a as a replacement for normal dairy because mm. you're getting those omega sixes. But I, I believe in normal dairy, you get uh, omega sixes, but you're still getting some estrogen. You're also getting other vitamins that are present in milk. Okay, so I guess it's do you get estrogen in milk? Yeah, well, it's from a cow's oh, breast, yeah, isn't true. it? Yeah, true, true. And I mean, look, estrogen is not uh, the female hormone. It's the yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. all have it. Yeah. yeah, it's the hormone of stress. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, is it? Yeah, it's the hormone producer. Of we we can it's do a Google. It's the hormone of stress. Yeah, it's the is stress. It? It's the stress hormone. Yeah, estrogen is a stress hormone. That's right. I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, look, he'll pull it up. All right. All well, right. well, think about it logically. Yeah. Right? When women menstruate once a month, yes, they have higher levels of estrogen. Right. I'm not saying every single woman's going to be super stressed, but it's more prevalent yes. within that time period, right? Because it's an elevated level of estrogen within the body. Now, yeah. since everyone's got, oh, there you go. Uh, All right. So uh, animal studies show that high level of female sex hormone estrogen affect the brain's ability to deal with stress. Estrogen was found to amplify the stress response areas of the brain most closely identified with depression and other stress-related mental illness. Well, I didn't know that. Fair enough. So since we've all got estrogen, that's fine. You understand. The problem is, is when you keep introducing more and more estrogen into your body. Now, how can you do that? By drinking milk? No. Wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, Say that again. Say that again. I go. (laughs) (laughs) You can you can introduce elevated levels of estrogen into your body by something called xenoestrogens. Xenoestrogens. What's that? Xenoestrogens are essentially chemicals and compounds found in objects that mimic estrogen in your body. So our skin, our you know, our tongue, our mouth have uh, glands in it right mm. so we can you know if you touch poison for example yeah you can ingest it even if you don't eat it just for your skin contact right so xenoestrogens are the same so xenoestrogens will min- mimic and uh, encourage your body to start producing estrogen and therefore raising the estrogen level in your body now things such as it's, right. it's pretty crazy isn't it whoa 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 yeah so so it- it imitates estrogen. It can either synthetic or yep. natural chemical compounds. What what has xenoestrogen in it? So things such as um, you've heard of BPAs, right? BPAs. Yeah, it's plastic. It's essentially plastic. Okay. So um, if I'm not wrong, asbestos was one too. I believe asbestos was a xenoestrogen too. Um, so it's anything that is synthetic. Yeah. It's the residue of the chemicals on them. So for example, there was a big movement on Twitter um, about two years ago and has uh, entered the popular culture over there. Even Andrew Yang has spoken about it is don't touch your receipts. Now the receipts contain a coating of BP. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. Uh, producer, can we Google "Don't touch your receipts"? What, dude? Yeah. 
Wait, so you're telling me that uh, xenoestrogen is within receipts? So it's not within the receipts. The paper is yeah. covered in the plastic, isn't it? Right. That plastic is synthetic. So when you touch it, um, you're getting, a, there you go, you're getting a dose of BPA okay. xenoestrogens. So this is because most of all receipts are printed on thermal paper. Which is coated with the end. What's what's that? Endocrine. Endocrine disrupting chemical. Disphenol. The BPA. Disphenol A or BPA, and it can get absorbed through the skin on our fingers, brackets or in ingested if you use your BPA coated fingers to pick up food you are eating. Wow. So hold on. So hold on. Let's let's pause right there for a little second. So these little bit of this little bit of estrogen imitators are across everything in terms of in terms of just just in terms of receipts and it elevates stress levels. That's right. So at a entire population all our stress levels are elevated. Well, why do you think so many people are on pills for anxiety? <laughs> ain't that the ain't that the truth? Jeez, yeah, that is the how, truth. How bro. many how many people say, "Oh, I'm depressed," or how many people say, "Look, a lifestyle is lifestyle," but it's also the things in in the I don't want to say in the wild because we're not in the wild, but you understand yeah. in the wild that you come across and you come in contact with that affect your body too. It's not just what you're ingesting knowingly, it's what you're ingesting unknowingly. Uh, I need to just... Uh, take a little break there, man. It's crazy, eh? Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Now, is the... Are these... Are these associated with, so xenoestrogens, are these associated with just like receipts or like, because I hear like people say that like we have plastics in our food and it's in like we're ingesting it and everything like that. So it's just these things that are coming through our pores into our system or are we actually also eating these things without knowing it and increasing stress levels? So I'll tell you this. Um, if the producer can Google how much plastic we eat in a week, you'll be surprised. Bruh, can you look that up? Uh, can you just say Australia too? Yeah, let's let's make it straight to Aussie. Oh, we can... Ah, oh, man. What, man? That is actually, like, nuts. Yeah, well, so while, while he's looking at that, why do you think this is? Well, it's the industrial um, supply system, isn't it? So I, I've I've read somewhere uh, that each, is that it. It's for this is for America, but it's uh, it's pretty similar. To all right, I would say it's similar. Yeah. All right, let's see. So as much as five grams per week of plastics that yeah. you are ingesting. Yeah. So you're eating a credit card every week. <laughs> Should at least put a dip on it. 
The man's right highlighted here. It's just literally a credit card per week. <laughs> Did they Thank say you. that? Thank you, producer. Oh, oi, fa- oi, Neil, you might be out of a job, fam. Oi, Freddy's fucking smashing this right now. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. So like I was saying, it's, it's the industrial concept. So look, every city has two weeks worth of food in it. Now, the food isn't actually stored in a city, is it? It's stored outside the city in the giant warehouses. Now, let's have a thing, jokes. Mm-hmm. Vegetables and meat spoil quickly. What doesn't spoil quickly? Let's have a think. Grains, yeah. oats, rice, mm-hmm. yep. cereals. Yes. So they just sit in these massive warehouses, probably in plastic. God yeah. knows how they're stored. And then they're sold off. Then we eat them. How how fresh are they? How how do we know? We don't. True. And uh, most of the cereals, most of the oats, and most of the rice contain mycotoxins. Myco, not micro. Mycotoxins, which are also xenoestrogens. So the producer's going to... Mycotoxins are naturally occurring toxins produced by certain molds, comma, fungi and fungi, and can be found in food. The molds grow on a variety of different crops and foods, foodstuffs, including cereals, nuts, spices, dry fruits, apples, cough and coffee beans. Often under warm and humid conditions. How how do you feel about that, Bruh, That is that is um like, and oh sorry, and, this, it, go, and, yeah. and, it, and it goes deeper. Did I just say ADHD? Uh, yes. So uh, uh, as I was going to mention, these mycotoxins are not only xenoestrogens; they also um, promote genetic deformities. So things such as ADHD, things such as diabetes, things such as allergies. Do you remember 20 years ago, anyone having allergies? I I remember people having hay fever, not people being anaphylactic to fish. Uh, (laughs) You know, anaphylactic shock. I shouldn't laugh. But but anaphylactic shock will kill you, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Right? It's nuts. It's crazy. Or... um, you know, people are suddenly uh, developing celiac diseases and they're becoming gluten-free. But when they eat sourdough bread that's fresh, it's fine. They can eat sourdough bread, but they can't eat the bread found in the supermarkets that's been heavily processed. That's very interesting too, isn't it? Yeah, that is, yeah. that's that's weird. How, how yeah. does that happen? That doesn't make sense. It's the body reacting to the toxins in the bread. It's, it's a physical repulsion of what you're putting in. And not just the bread, because of course you'll get the breadcrumbs, you'll have the, the flour. The flour will sit on shelves or in warehouses for months. The worst of these uh, mycotoxins is called aflatoxin. There we go. Aflatoxin. What is this? Aflatoxins are a family of toxins produced by certain fungi that are found on agricultural crops such as maize, corn, peanuts, cotton seeds, and tree nuts. The main fungi that produce a- what? aflatoxins are asparagus, 
Flavors. Flavors. Dude, oh, it's, not, it's not that I can't read. It's just that it's super tiny. Could you zoom in a little bit, lad? Sorry, mate. No, you're right. You're right. Our asparagus, flavors, and uh, aspar- uh, asparagus again. Parasitis. Which are abundant in warm and humid religions of the world. So if you also read there, it says aflatoxins are poisonous poisonous, uh, cathogens and uh, mutagens that are produced by certain molds. So like you said, uh, Mm. and and they grow on decaying vegetables, hay and grains. Mm. So these grains sitting in these warehouses, over time, everything decays. Yeah. It? They start producing these mycotoxins and then they're being sold off by us just to eat. It's the same with fruit. When you're getting fruit juice in a supermarket, they're using rotten apples to make that juice. Now, I don't know if those specific apples are producing mycotoxins, if they've de- developed them, but pasteurization isn't going to kill them. If there's a biology not listening, you can correct me, but I believe that heating up the juice does not kill the mycotoxins in it. Jeez. Even you, even if you pasteurize it, it won't kill the mycotoxins. So you will ingest it either way. If there's any biology or chemistry not that can let me know, I'll be grateful. How do you feel, Diego? About all this information. Bro, I've... It pisses me off. That's what it does. Like, the fact that our stress levels have been so high, depression has been so high, I fight very hard for the male population in Australia. We have 75% male suicide. Our suicide rate is 75%. And... Like not knowing this, that it's actually what we're putting in our body that increases our stress level to give us the entire anxiety and put us in that depressed state and put us and essentially hand us to Big Pharma. That's right. Like that pisses me the fuck off, dude. So what's what, what was that? Go up a little bit. Um, so this was just uh, the producer has found that extreme heat fire at 500 Fahrenheit for half hour can uh, destroy destroyed. the trichophene mycotoxins okay ozone can kill most mycotoxins but the level needed is not safe for humans hepa air filters needed to be supplemented with activated carbon filters in order to filter the juice wow so not even cold press they can advertise it as whatever they want uh they it can be virgin Apple juice, it can be cold pressed, it can be hot pressed, it does not matter. If they're using rotten food, you will get the toxins in you. Bruh. The mycotoxins can also play a role. Common symptoms are chronic failure, ADHD, rashes, and depression. Less common symptoms include dementia, Parkinson's, and... Cancer, mother... Wow. Wow, bruv. Uh, uh, Speaking... uh, Hold on, sorry. Just a a quick mind blow. Another one for you. Um, Oh, more. uh, (laughs) More. Uh, The number one cancer in this country is what? Uh, Is it it, uh, breast cancer? I don't know. Skin cancer. 
right? Yeah. Have a look what's inside the um, sunscreens. Nah. No. You got those Xenos in there, big boy. Nah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, producer, can you just Google synthetics inside um, sunscreens? So I'm not saying don't use sunscreen. I'm saying use sunscreen, but use the zinc-based one. All right? Not not the, you don't go to Coles brand. You don't get the red ribbon, the $3 one, one, one liter one. Yeah. Fuck that. Spend, spend extra $2. Spend extra $2 on a zinc one. It's worth it. Uh, common synthetic sunscreen ingredients include oxybenzone, so these Octinosate. are these are these are the synthetic ingredients. Octisalate and avibazinone. <laughs> these are these are way too complicated for my chip chimp brain to be like <laughs> dead honest with you. Wow, dude, what? So what a it's okay. So are we too far gone? No. As a society? No. Well, I was impressed with your small veggie garden. Yeah. I don't think anyone is incapable of growing a veggie garden. I don't mm. think, look, of course, depending on the space, I don't think you can have a whole garden. You can't have, yeah, you know, root vegetables. You can't have fruit, but definitely at least herbs. And it's a place to start. It's a good hobby. It's a life skill. And it gets you into the kitchen to try to use them, right? Because if you're sure. growing chives, mm. I know I want to keep using chives all the time because it's, oh, I, I grew these. I want to know how they taste like. So, you know, it will get me into the kitchen. True. So it's, it's, it's not about, are we too far gone? It's just about being aware of what's around us. It's what's in our, um, in our products that we're using. Because it's not just sunscreen. It'll be shampoos. It'll be um, colognes, you know? Do you reckon all of this has a big part to do of the craziness that is around the world right now? Like, I'm not I'm not talking about, like, the... the I don't know if I, I can say it. I don't want YouTube to get me, but I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about, like... People, oh, you're talking about that. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. mentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally. That's that, that's exactly it. Yeah, I, I I think the like I said, if you go if you're going out once a week, right, or if you're consuming these products once in a while, but there's a you're balancing it out with a healthy diet with things that you know where they're coming from, right? Like mm. I, I I try to go to a farmer's market when I can. I go to a butcher, I ask, where does the cut of meat come from? You know, yeah. I want to know if the, um, if it's a cow, if the cattle has been uh, grass fed instead of corn fed, right? Mm. I want to know which area it's from. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, big supermarkets, I don't want to drop names, um, should be there for necessities such as toilet paper, razors, you know? Um, but in my opinion, we should all have a local butcher and we should have a local farmer's market. And that's where we should go to get our groceries. Because you you believe, you also believe that the big supermarkets should sell like a whole animals. That's right. If, if they're going to be selling meat, I want to go and buy a whole chicken. Yeah. 
Top to bottom, like top to bottom, heads down to feet. Because you can get the chicken that are like you can get a whole chicken, like yeah, but but there's no organs in that, and it's Mm. the feathers have been clipped, the legs have been removed, the feet, not the legs, because the legs are there, yeah, and the the head and the neck have been removed. Yes, so I know in Poland I can use chicken feet, chicken neck to make a stock to make a chicken soup, which is delicious. Um, With liver, I can make pate. You've had my pate mm, yeah, before. Yeah. You can say it's, yeah. you know, buy my pate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not selling it. <laughs> um, so you, you should. You, you, you should. You should. Like, yeah. Uh, and and uh, you've told me before, uh, I think it was you, you've read somewhere that a whole, uh, a whole, uh, was it an elk or a whole cow can feed your family for how long? Uh, a whole elk can feed a family of five for two years. Yeah. And I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see it. How? Um, like same, same, same with a cow. You know, when you came to my house and you ate a diaphragm, I told you what it was, and you was like, "Okay, I'll try it." Yeah, yeah, it and it, good. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. Yeah. What? You two listening to this right now? What is your thoughts? I personally had no idea about all these mycotoxins and. Stuff like that. Well, I mean, it, you're not you're not going to go to school and have a class about toxins, are you? That's true. You don't have why like you don't have a class about toxins. You don't have a class about taxes. You don't have the important. Well, it's the things. It's, it's the it's the basic. Well, I believe cooking is one of the most basic needs. Yes, and if we're talking about taking care of our families and our friends and our communities, what's more? Um, caring than actually physically feeding someone you understand me cooking a meal for you right so i don't know why i don't know why but you know i think people are interested but there's just not a platform or a forum for people to discuss these things and i just think you know not being aware is not a sin Mm. but being aware and not acting on it is yeah right i'm not saying again don't change your whole lifestyle but have a think to yourself. I hope I can move some of your listeners. Yeah. Um, oh, you've definitely opened my mind, man. I didn't like, I've had conversations with you, but not that deep. Like that was some extra shit. Like yeah. that, that explains so much of the craziness in the world right now, man. Like people, <sighs> It's, it's, and it's sad. It's really sad. Do you, can, can industry, can industry do better? Is there like, is it, is it their, like, is it their fault or is it like. In in a way, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, In a way it is. In a way it is. The, The model that they're based off with these giant warehouses, with these giant companies, you know, you can see fall of Rome, yeah, hundred and uh, one thousand seven hundred years ago, in the year three hundred when Emperor Nero was there. Emperor Nero butchered all of the North America, uh, North African um, farmers, which is the one good thing he did because they sorry, had a they sorry, had a what? yeah uh, producer Emperor Nero farmers North Africa Emperor Nero what did he do 
he butchered North African um, farmers. Uh, South African farmers are getting destroyed right now. Yeah. But uh, we're talking about Emperor Nero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I know. I know. I'll just, uh, just uh, and put that no, in no, there. No. And the reason it's a good thing is, again, these farmers were figureheads for what we have now, which is a monopoly. You know, in Australia, I'm sure any of the listeners can tell me the supermarket brands, right? It's, it's, it's a household thing. Yeah. Right? There's no, but I challenge them. Tell me the name of your local grocer or the name of uh, the name of your local butcher, mm. right? The the actual name of the shop, because maybe you don't know the uh, the owner. But they're not gonna say that. They're not gonna know, are they? That's yeah. That's sad. Yeah, you should like you should know your. Yeah, well, you should know your. Well, community. you're you're big into community, so again, yeah. it's a it's a community support. It yes. gets the people together, right? It promotes business as well. Now, in the times of COVID, thank goodness, God bless that we haven't had strict lockdowns. But imagine Victoria and Melbourne. Yeah, they're right? going through it. And I, I rather support a butcher than a big chain supermarket. A hundred percent. They're at, in Melbourne, up at the hills. They're getting absolutely destroyed, man. All the they had a big storm, and so all the power cables have fallen down. There is no emergency support over there in they're, Melbourne. Yeah, they're just getting destroyed. Farmers getting destroyed. Like it's a it's a sad thing. It's weird. Like you got you like. There's been a war on, on farmland in Australia for quite some time regarding whether it's milk, regarding whether it's prices, regarding whether it's meat, like meat export. There's been like someone in America buying a large, 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 large amount of land. I believe he's the biggest, biggest land landowner. Yeah, now. Yeah. So a lot of these farmers are getting under the, under the under the carpet and, getting destroyed. And isn't he promoting synthetic meat? Yes, which is very interesting, isn't it? He's yeah. promoting lab-grown meat, but he is owning most of the cattle. I don't know if it's cattle, but it's cattle ranches. So it's very interesting. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. It's called betting on both sides of it. Uh, is it? I believe it's Business. more like driving the price up. Right, making an, a premium of a of a normal product. Well, you end up owning food, right? But, well, that's it. Yeah. True. Yeah. Now, I, I'd prefer supporting non-synthetic food for sure. Like vegan food back in the day, it, oh, it, it was, was good. It was really yeah, good. It was good. Like it, it's just grabbing something and just fucking. Like but, now but that see, we know uh, all this, it's uh, even worse. I, I, look, I've been. I love animals. I, maybe possibly I could be a vegetarian, but never a vegan, not in the current state of mm. situation, right? A lot of vegans are vegan because they're doing a protest against the, the way animals are being treated, which I totally agree, right? I think, for example, with chickens, chickens should be out roaming around, eating snails, eating worms. Yeah. Right? Same with bees. Beekeepers should be, I, I don't know what the... You know, if there's any regulations or whatever, I've tried to get bees. It's a little bit of a painful process, but I'm hoping to get them one day. But still, cool. Animals should be free to roam, to to enjoy their life, right? When they're ready, if you decide to eat them, they should be slaughtered in a humane way, and then you shouldn't be wasting any anything, any part 
of the animal. That's why I'm so, look, just buy the whole, like I'll call my butcher and I'll, I'll request the whole chicken. Mm. Same with these cuts of beef. You know, you're not going to go to Carl's or Woolies and say, oh yeah, I want a diaphragm or I want sweet bread <laughs> or I want a, a small intestine. They're going to mm. look at you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> True. Right? Yeah. And this is the problem. Why are they looking at you? Like what's wrong with you? Yeah. So yeah, vegans are cool in a way. Yeah. It's just the it, it, uh, latest food. They just don't even yeah, know like, what's going on. I mean, on. 10 years ago when veganism was emerging, I remember the food was ridiculously expensive and that's because of the quality of the ingredients. It, again, it was, you know, um, it was small. Uh, you, you looked on the ingredients. It was uh, only a few ingredients to make these things. And now you go and you see 50,000 things. Uh, there's things I don't know what they are, what, what they mean. What's mm. in them? right? Stabilizes, emulsifiers, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Do we really need emulsifiers for our, look, for our food to look pretty? No, not really. If the sauce splits, I'll stir it. It's fine. Or if <laughs> you understand, or if it's a, if there's fat and a fat, cause fat will split, right? Yeah. We need fat in our diet. Fat yeah. will split to the top. Yeah. That's okay. I'll heat it up. I'll put the fat back in. I'll, I'll stir it back in. Not a problem. Like with my pate, you see the fat rising to the top. Yes. Yeah. What diet do you adopt and what diet do you, obviously everybody's different, but what diet or way of dieting or way of eating do you feel is the best for humans? For humans. In general. I think. Or it, let's go the males. All right. Males. Like I, I look at to helping male population. As I right, said, right. Our suicide rate, 75% of our males in Australia. So that's what I want to help. So what would you say is the best diet for, for males? Males, I think a lot of eggs, a lot of fish. Uh, with fish, I think you need to be careful. Again, there should be a fishmonger, you know. Um, you should be asking where the fish is coming from, how it's... Fish makes you smarter. Could you just double check that? Uh, I'm the, pretty sure it's, it's the, the knowledge. No, no, no. It's the omega-3 inside the fish. I've mentioned omega-3 and omega-6 yes. earlier. Yes. Yeah. So the problem is we're having way too much omega-6 pushing out the uh, cognitive abilities of our brains okay. um, instead of omega-3. There you go. Yep. Fish really is brain food and eating it can make you smarter. Researchers say scientists discovered that eating food rich in omega-3 boosted blood flow to the brain and improved its performance during mental tasks. Yep. Yes. So there's a big conspiracy. I don't know if you've heard of about uh, soy. Yes. And males. Now, yes. I don't want to get into it, but I would just like to ask the producer to uh, Google what omega is found in soy um, and soy deriv uh, derivatives. Derivatives, yeah. Uh, such as soy lecithin, also known as emulsifier 322. Okay. And I challenge anyone who is curious to go to the local supermarket, flip over to the ingredients and um, have a look at how much soy is in our food. I've heard it in everything. So soybeans, 1,241 milligrams per serving. Soybeans are a good source of fiber and vegetable proteins. They are also a good source of other nutrients, including riboflavin, folate, <laughs> folate? Vitamin K, magnesium, and potassium, 24. However, soybeans are also very high in omega-6 fatty 
acids. And uh, producer, can you just do omega-3 versus omega-6? Interesting. Very interesting. Both omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids are poly uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids, P-U-F-A, and essential to the body. However, there are important differences. Omega-3 fatty acids are associated with decreased inflammation. Omega-6 fatty acids are associated with increased inflammation. Too much omega-6 can raise your body pressure, lead to blood clots, can cause heart attack and stroke, and can cause your body to retain water. We don't eat nearly enough omega-3, which can reduce our risk of heart disease and cancer. Yeah. So what's happened is we're eating a lot of omega-6, mm-hmm. not enough omega-3. So 100 years ago, the ratio was one to one. I believe the ratio now, um, if I'm not wrong, I can be fact-checked, is um, one to 20 omega-6 versus omega-3 consumption. One to 20. So it was one to one, and now it's a one, one to, to twenty. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if I'm not wrong, hundred years ago is one to one. Right now is one to twenty. That's a hard Google, man. Oh, whoa, what? <laughs> a healthy ratio of omega six to omega three fatty acids appears to be between one to one and four to one, thirty thirty one. But studies suggest that people who follow a typical Western diet may consume a ratio of fifteen to one. And almost 17 to 1. Holy shit. So omega-3 boosts cognitive performance, right? So cognitive uh, is a a synonym of intelligence. Yes. So we're getting stupider (laughs) and we're getting more depressed. Right, I that's that's I think that's enough for this episode. I want to have you on in future. You've blown my mind too much today. Um, we, we let's get into digital streets. Let's do it. That is nuts. So digital streets is a segment where we look at trending news topics and we give our take on it and we give a yay or a yikes if we yikes. agree or we disagree with it. Let's get to it. Three, two, one. All right, my brother, first up. Oi, I just want to say, producing today, fucking out of this world, bro. Thank you, my brother. Out of this world. All right, what do we got? First things up. All right, the first one, I, uh, I found this one pretty interesting. Um, we've found a fossil of the largest living known mammal to ever exist, which is the equivalent size of four elephants. <laughs> four elephants! What is it called? Wait, what? All right. Uh, all right. Let's go down. Let's see it, this thing. It's got the, the looks like a, the body of a horse and the head of a rhino without a horn. Yeah, the giant rhino genus. Para. A complete preserved skull um, and parts of backbone found in uh, fluvial and lacustrine sediments deposits. Oh, man, those, those are a lot of fucking tough words. Boneless, long neck, herbivore. 
living in open woodland, reaching an estimate weight of 20 tons, equal to several modern rhinos. The genus is considered the largest land mammal that ever lived. Is that what it's called? The genus? The genus is considered the largest mammal that ever lived, and fossils were found in China, Mongolia, Kazakhstan, and Pakistan. That's the name. Genus Paraceratherium. Paraceratherium. That was really good, mate. That was pretty decent, eh? Yeah, props. I'm just a chimp living in this world, man. That thing is huge, dude. What? Wait, go up a little bit. Chinese fossils belong to the largest... uh, Oh, so this isn't the first time they found this, right? So it's been found in other locations, but now it's been found in China. Very interesting. Man, I, I like it when they just find a bunch of shit like this. Like, I find it very interesting. Like, yeah, dinosaurs and, and, you and can, everything. You can, like, uh, you can see its migration too, where, where they found it before and how widespread it actually was. 220, uh, 2200 year old. No, that's a different one. Oh, no, that's a different one. That's the for you. Wow, dude. 28 million years old. There we go. 34 to 28 million years old. This is a species, isn't it? It's like a precursor to rhinos and there were uh, many of them, isn't it? Because there's different tags on the map. There's more than one name for them. So the genus is like the overall name. Correct. Yeah. It's like how there is an African elephant and an Asian elephant. That's it. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. Um, It it got me wondering why were things so freaking big back in the day? eh? Like everything was just fucking dry and enormous. Oxygen content in the air. Yeah. That's sick. Is it? Yeah. There was more oxygen in the air. So everything grew big. That's great. Facts. Yeah. What? Is yeah. that facts though? Yeah. What? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. So we're starving for oxygen right now. That's why we're small. Well, you're pretty tall. Nah, You're getting bro. more. You're getting more up there. Nah, bro. Um, I'm just a little bean in this fucking world. Oxygen content. For a long time, yeah. environmental factors such as high oxygen content in the air and greater land masses, i.e. more space, were thought to contribute to their large size. Wow. That's amazing, dude. Do you, would you, if that thing came up to you, would you fucking take it on or what? I'll try to ride it. Like a cowboy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, look, I, I watch too many Westerns. I'll try to ride it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go back up. Let me see this thing. That's that's so that's what the the painting of what they believe that's it an is. an artist's rendition of what it would be. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can uh, you know, you climb a tree to get up there, you jump on him, put a saddle, and off you go. Why is our oxygen uh well, trees are being cut. Sure. That makes sense. Also, is that why? it's not just that, but it's um, it's just also around the, the oxygen levels over time have been stabilizing, following just massive collisions and just yeah, the Earth was a different place back in the day. It's just now that we've had the right uh, sort of concentration of uh, oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon dioxide in the air that we can sort of survive. 
Interesting. I reckon that animal right there, if you could kill it, that, that thing would fucking feed you for 10 years, lad. Easy. Is that a yay or a yikes, lad? That's a big yay for me, man. I like that too, man. Yeah, that's a massive yay. I, I love animals, anything prehistoric too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure all the, all the young lads have a few phases and one of them is either dinosaurs lizards space yeah right cars trains or space right space is all was always you was, mine you what were you oh i'm always space you're always, always space? space you were Same. space too yeah i was dinosaurs you see that's why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a really good uh, segue actually because our next yeah uh, our next one nick's next digital streets is about space Wait, we're doing segues in the show now. Jeez. Without even knowing it, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. All right, so what's going on here? I reckon you could probably take a guess from the uh, picture. Uh, China's gone to to the moon? Not the moon, but very close. <laughs> so they launched a, a manned space flight um, and um, the first one in, in several years, I believe. Um, and they're basically going to create their own international space station or their own space station i should say not international space station china is really trying to fucking be that world leader eh? fair oh you know what like let's be honest fair play to them you know like fair play for them to try and to like do do you know what would impress me tell me if china went to the moon if they were just like all right well, this all there's all these people thinking that America didn't go to the moon. We'll go to the moon. Yeah, China should Auto- find that motherfucking flag. Bro, yeah. <laughs> automatically, boom. If you want to really be a stamp on space in internationally, go, go to the to moon, the moon yeah. and plant that flag. No, nah, but no in China, they'll probably put advertising on it. <laughs> we'll, we'll look up to the we'll look up to the moon and there'll be a an advert for something, isn't it? I <laughs> uh, look. Yeah, I, I understand them trying, but I think China's got problems down on Earth. I think China has a lot of issues. I yeah. think China needs to stop killing Muslims in their country. They need to let their like. I understand they want to do some fucking population control. You can only have two kids or whatever. There's a lot of issues in that country. So a lot, and they should stop hiding. Like they're communist. But they're also mad capitalists. Well, with the capitalist in disguise. They're wearing, yes. They're, they're capitalists wearing a commie cape. Yes. Yeah. And and it's it's not the, like, to me, capitalism is a tool. And we're using it very, very bad. It, extremely bad. To me, it can improve innovation a lot of the times. But it, it, the greed with these people is just disgusting. Disgusting, man. And no, communism is not the fucking answer either. But it's just, yeah, to me, it's horrible. People over profits. Simple equation. Yeah. 100%. So this is Always choose people. Always. People, well, not even people. Over, sh- that's, uh, let me correct that. If Humans. I could. People first, then profits. Yeah. Yes. Well, and it's the same. It's China on yeah. earth first. Isn't that the same thing? No. What's well, the difference first between- First, take care of the people. Yes. So people over profits means that- you always side with pe- what's good for people over profits, and then you get into a socialism type of scenario. True, true. Uh, yeah. uh, what, what I mean, and very specifically, profits. Uh, sorry, people then profits. So first, make sure everyone's equal footing in terms of equal yes. opportunity, and then 
Yes. Allow everyone to seek as much profit as they want based Love on an equal that. footing. Love that. Yes. China's going to space. Um, like, uh, yeah. So I, I was going to say, yes, it's cool. Yeah. But I think they've got problems down on earth before they run yeah. away from them. Think of the innovation on the space treadmills though, that we'll, we'll <coughs> enjoy. <laughs> Oof. Wait, did you hear about that astronaut that drowned? Google that no. shit. That is some interesting shit. Astronaut drowns. I think it was last uh, last year or something. Um, and then you look into uh, why astronauts drown. So there's one from 2013, but there's one that was last year. Go down, go down. Let me just read that 2013. So Lucas Palmitano, it was July 2013. A NASA astronaut, Chris Cassidy and Italian astronaut Luca Pananana were doing some pretty routine work outside the International Space Station, but thing took a turn when Pananana experienced something unusual. He felt water on the back of his neck and he drowned. And why is that? Now tell me why astronauts drown in space. That's a very good question. Isn't the is it the condensation? I don't know. Well, how? I reckon it's their own spacesuit. There must be fluids in there keeping that thing going. It's like probably like highly technical, you know. <laughs> it's so technical we need an expert to t- tell us how the spacesuit works. Fair. You know what? You know what? I'm just going to say fair. I don't know why astronauts are drowning, but they are. And um, astronaut even lives NASA, matter. Even as- uh, NASA doesn't know. So Even NASA doesn't know. Even now, nine months later, NASA officials admit they don't know precisely why water so, flooded into Lucas' helmet. So even even astro even the experts don't know, lad. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, just last month this happened as well. Or is this what the article from no, I think last this month? This one's from twenty thirteen. This one's from twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah. So last month there was a astronaut that drowned as well. But anyway, yeah, astronauts. Here we go. Twenty. You said la- you mean last year, right? Last year. Yes. Yeah, twenty twenty. Oh, there we go. Yeah, let's click that. Let's watch it. Sixteenth, two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, but it's twenty thirteen. Nah, they're just talking about it. They're just talking about it. Just a documentary about it. But there was one, like for sure. Like, I don't know why Google's like not giving us it, but I a hundred percent know that there was. Um, sorry, I should say this year we're moving so quick that like I don't like. I think it might have been March or April. Like, we're, it's time's flying, dude. It's, it's been, been a year and a half since the, like, start of this whole thing happening last year already. We're almost at the end of 2021. Yeah, It's almost been two years. Yeah, it's nuts, man. We're moving way too quick. Look, this is a, this is a, this is a yikes from me. Look after your f- people before you're trying to go, like, don't, don't, this is some deviation shit, like. You're gonna go to space to fucking build a treadmill, like whatever. Can I can I, can I play devil's advocate here? Sure, always, please. W- would you say the same applies to America? Yes. yes. There is so much issue in America. Focus yeah. on your land. Yep. Unless you're gonna go to the moon it's and plant a flag, like unless you're gonna go to the moon and plant a flag, don't go to space. 
So then you leave leave it up to the private people like Elon Musk and uh, and Virgin guy. Uh, what's his name? Richard Branson. Richard Branson and uh, Bezos. Yep. Now Bezos has entered the game. Bezos yep. has entered the game as well. So and oh, Russia's you, Russia's out want, there. Would they, you rather private companies owning space or would you rather no one owns space? Gov- well, whoever gets the most satellites up there first wins, I guess. Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, there's only so much real estate up there, right? Especially around our Earth. I reckon. I reckon a lot of um, the space junk stuff is also bullshit. Like y- Elon Musk was so so uh, scared of space junk. Oh, we need to go up there. We need to clean the fucking space and all this. And the cunt sends a fucking car up there and leaves it. Like, what are you talking about, mate? Like, yeah, this is a yikes from me, bruh. Yikes from me too. Stay on Earth. Yes. Stay, stay grounded. Yeah, my G. In reality. <laughs> Talking about staying grounded. Another segue. Oi. <laughs> I, I, I don't know any of these segues. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. But I don't know it, either, bro. It was more, more of a joke as well because we're, we're not really staying grounded for this one. It's m- mostly the opposite. <laughs> oh, is the 9-11 getting sent into space too? No. <laughs> Too good. good. All right, what do we got, bro? Porsche have released this new 911 GT3 touring for their birthday. Oh, for their birthday? When's their birthday? It just looks good, so I just thought I'd I'd put it on. Yeah, all the the boys listening love love a bit of car action. Yeah, no, I like uh, I I like cars. I'm starting to grow. I'm not a car guy at all. Let me just put that out there. But I can appreciate cars, and I can appreciate the you know the like clutches and everything like that. Like I'm guessing this is electric or what? Mm. A manual transmission. That's amazing. Look at that. They're still making manual cars. Beautiful. That's what I like. So it's the only 911 available with a manual transmission and the only model with the heart of a race car. The 4.0 liter six cylinder motor with... 375 kilowatt shuns turbos to rev to an ear-shattering 9,000 RPM. Uh, yeah, because they're, they're trying <laughs> That's to, how much I know cars are. They're trying to compete with uh, Tesla, isn't it? They're, yeah. They're producing um, more and more electrics, uh, are, yes. hybrids, right? Didn't they uh, create- This one isn't, but yes, you're right did, in Didn't they uh, claim that they produced a car that- um, a petrol car that produced zero emissions. Just have a look at that. I think I've read it somewhere. Zero emissions. Zero emission. I saw. Oh yeah, I saw a video. Um, uh, actually, so I that's it. Oh, look at that. Uh, the top one. Top one. Synthetic fuel to save nine eleven. What? Synthetic fuel. So plug-in hybrid version of Porsche, most famous model at any time. E-fuel. Not electrification. Is the key to extending the life of combustion-powered sports cars like the Porsche 911 in the face of tightening emissions regulations. Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? Fair. You know what? Fair. It's, it's a It's a... It's a weird world. I saw um I saw a guy get uh his Tesla broke down and apparently Tesla's also got fuel uh in them. So if your car breaks down, he was going back with a jerry can like to fill his fucking fuel and come back to his Tesla. They've got a backup system where he yeah. uses fuel as well. That's yeah. fucking epic. How do you know that? 
Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's like it was it's just funny to me. Like if you're if you've got miners mining your lithium batteries and then you got this electric car but your electric car broke down and now you gotta go get some fuel, like you know, put a solar on your roof or something. I don't know. Some there I'm sure there's other ways to do this, right? It's it's a it's a weird one, but that the Porsche 911, I always liked it from the um, Bad Boys. Oh yeah, the vintage one, the nineties one. Yeah, gorgeous car, beautiful. Dude. It's like a little uh, Rottweiler. <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's it's so bulky. I love it. I love vintage cars in in general. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something. The design of it is more artistic, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I love them. Like uh, look at Mercedes from nineteen fifties. Gorgeous. The SLS. Oh. Did you know that um, Volkswagen, it's hilarious. When you, were t- when you were talking earlier, how people are, these days are just, just like quite pretentious with their food. Yeah. People that buy Bugatti and oh, yeah. all of that. What's the point? It's owned by Volkswagen. Yeah. Like Volkswagen owns but these Lamborghini, Bugatti owned by Volkswagen. And then there's more, isn't there? So like McLaren, uh, is that Jaguar. Vo- is that I, don't, I don't think it's Volkswagen, but there's monopolies. Yeah, yeah Volkswagen is on everything. Look up Volkswagen cars yeah. that uh, Volkswagen Group um, owns. Fiat. Luxury yeah. cars that Volkswagen Group owns? I'm not too sure. Yeah, there you go. So Volkswagen owns Bentley, Audi, Bugatti. Yeah. Bentley, Audi, Bugatti, Porsche, Seat, Lamborghini, um, and then some other names that I don't know. Ducati as well, all owned by Volkswagen. And then Mercedes. So there you go. Mercedes is another monopoly. Mercedes as well. Yeah. No, that's another. Yeah, but that's, that's still AG. a monopoly. And then the GM company. But that's an American. General Motors, yeah. yeah. So, if you want a very good car that lasts for a long time, get yourself a Volkswagen, mate. They're making all the fucking top end of cars. Like, Why have a Rolls Royce? Just have a Volks. Have a Volks, lad. Do you need to be that pretentious? Like, it's getting you from A to B. Like, what do you need? Well, it's like those people who get Ferraris, but they live in an area of speed bumps. And right? They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they don't drive it. No, they don't. <laughs> it's just in the front yard to look pretty. Yeah. They, they've made it. Would you ever buy one if you had that much disposable? No. no. Like saying money was not, not an no. issue at all. I'd buy, I'd buy a Tesla. Yeah. Personally. I just like that car. Um, I'll buy a pickup. Oh, yeah. The, the F1 are pretty cool. The Ford, um, Ford F1. They're fucking sick. No, but I'll buy a I'll buy a pickup just because if I've got disposable income, that means I'll be on my farm. So it's a utility car. I'll be using it. You understand? On the yeah. farm. To drive. Whatever. Whatever, man. Whatever. A to Z. Doesn't matter what it is. It does not matter. People actually it's it's weird that people they have this weird um do you think society has built it into them that they need these luxurious things to some of them don't even like truly love it. You know what I mean? Some of them just get it. A, so they're friends to look. How a, do you want to look good? How do you want to look better than your friends? It's a status symbol. 
Yeah, but uh, That's like, what it is. what's that mentality that you want to once, dude? Once I, I, the, actually, you know this. Once we went to dinner, right, for a friend's birthday. Oh, I we know went there for his birthday, and then as we're walking out of the restaurant, he. Instead of getting his other mate to come to dinner with us, he's got his other mate to drive a Ferrari to pick it, uh, him up whilst we're all out the front. That's the most pretentious shit I have ever heard. Like, that is the most ridiculous crap ever. Like, you're trying to look, what, good in front of your friends? Like, if you, your friends are real, they accept you for who you are. Period. I just don't have time for those people and we've never spoken since. That's hilarious. What else we got, bruh? Don't drive a Ferrari around, Diego. No, you can drive it, just don't, don't like show it off in front of it. Yeah, don't try don't try and be pretentious but with I, it. I don't, I don't I don't blame I don't, people that have it. Like have a nice car. That's absolutely fine. But don't try and look better than your friends for like don't don't get your friend to drive a ferrari to the front of a fucking restaurant for your birthday to pick you up in front of your friends like invite that friend in to have the birthday and then go off in your fucking ferrari like what are you talking about materialism Materialism is a so. Bitch. Is that a yay or a, y- a yikes on the Porsche though? Oh, for the Porsche's <laughs> yeah, a yay. It's a yay, bro. For, for the Porsche's, yeah. <laughs> look, I, I can I can appreciate nice things. If I had the money, I would never buy it. But it's there. I'll see it in a shop. Um, I, I have to just get this opinion out there because yeah. I'm of the opposite opinion. Oh, you would I, get it. I love cars, and if I had the money, I'd definitely get. Like, if money was absolutely no object, and I can afford yeah. like three of these motherfuckers, I'd. I'd you like, would. I, I would. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, you would just just because I love cars, you, I love going fast. I would take it on the track all the time. That's it would fair. Be, it'd no, be that's something fair. that I love to do. See, I don't love cars like that. Yeah. That's but why I would I also feel very opinion. pretentious driving it in the streets as well. Like I, I don't no, want the attention. You, right, if it's you, more like about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. get you. I get you. If you love it, that's absolutely fine. If you if you love something, I'm always about do that. And you, I think you, Lamborghini is probably like you know the the really show offy like you know style, but I think a Porsche like that would be like would be awesome. a bit low key. Yeah, a bit low key. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Mercedes Yetis. I think they're a beautiful car. I've yeah. heard they're really shitty inside, but like, yeah, I'd I'd also like a Mercedes Yeti because I just like. It itself, but I'm not getting shout it out sponsors, man. That's good. To <laughs> yeah, I need to start getting sponsors on this show. Really, like Mercedes, if you're listening. Yeah, Mercedes. Next week, there's gonna be a segue. Mercedes Benz. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, definitely Drive not. Away. <laughs> definitely not. You and not me. not because uh, more because uh, I don't want to be sponsored by a car because I don't truly love, love cars. cars. Look, uh, for me, it's more about arts, right? The shapes. I I, I appre- yes, I'm a, that's I, what I'm talking I'm a, about. I'm a, art, the listen, art of it. I'm a simple man. All right. I look at it. It looks pretty. I'll look at it. I'll stare at it. I appreciate it for what it is, but. With money, if it's disposable, I can do whatever I want. I'll do other things than buy a car. I'd rather travel, for example, right? Um, but that's just me. Yeah, fair enough. That's a yay. Boom. Someone say gang gang. Gang gang. Oh, thanks for that segue, Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Another segue. I love it. Um, yeah, so we've got the last one here, guys. So um, we've got a, a crime figure that was shot dead in Sydney um, a couple of nights ago. 
I heard about this. I heard about this too. So can we play that um, top one or how long is it? The ad will pop up first. So you might need to turn it down, PJ. Number four. Or not. <laughs> he's turning down the volume of his headphones. Yeah. I'm number four. Oh, you're number So you, he's turning down your headphones. <laughs> I was wondering why you were screaming at me just then. The feud spills into the heart of Sydney CBD. The war brewing between two rival crime groups erupting in gunfire last night on busy Bridge Street. I was in bed reading and all of a sudden I heard several shots go off. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Gangster Bilal Hamzi shot at least five times as he walked out of a Japanese restaurant with a female acquaintance. We had uh, approximately a 30-year-old male, multiple gunshot wounds. He was screaming on the floor when I saw. Bilal, the cousin of notorious Brothers for Life founder Bazan Hamzi, died in hospital. His clothes left strewn on the footpath where he was taken down. This was a brutal execution-style murder and it was carried out in a busy street in the middle of Sydney CBD. The 34-year-old had been well aware there was a contract on his head. Police investigating if he was followed from his Haymarket unit. He's been warned that he's at risk. Uh, he's been given advice as to his safety and uh, that advice was not uh, received in the sense it was given. So um, yeah, he sought to live his life the way he wanted to and he's made some choices. Homicide and criminal group detectives believe the shooters took off in a black Audi, which was later torched at Northwood on Sydney's North Shore. We heard a bang and then uh, looked out and then the, the car uh, burst into flames 10 metres high. It was uh, quite a sight. Today, a sombre gathering of friends and family outside Bilal's family home. The Hamzy family are a magnet for violence, while convicted murderer Basim has been serving a life sentence in Goulburn's Supermax jail. His brother Majid was executed at Condal Park last year. His aunt Maha, who is Bilal's mother, was shot eight times outside her Auburn townhouse in 2013 and again targeted in February this year in a drive-by shooting where a stray bullet injured a nurse at nearby Auburn Hospital. It didn't take long for police to hit back. Detectives raiding a Parramatta car wash, which is a known hangout for the Alamedine family, who is at war with the Hamsies. We'll be opening doors, we'll be kicking down doors, we'll be tipping people over, we'll be talking to them, <laughs> we'll be harassing them within the bounds of the law to make sure that they know that we are there. We're going to check underneath them. Salt and pepper, they're going to shake them up. They really do. There is a All right. Look, my question is, and the police knows who's shooting at these people. Yeah, they full on went and, and warned the guy so, before so, he... So, so, so they know exactly who's involved. So why they're not doing anything about it? This is what I want to know. Big money? I guess they can't. They'd rather... Like, no, you need you need to like you need a crime to arrest conspiracy it. to commit a crime is still a crime. That's right. Is they it? can they can still they, like if you're talking about planning something, they'll, they'll fuck. They you have up. to get that though. They have. How to do you think they know? They they're on the messaging systems, man. That's very very true. But do you know what you need? Like we need to give. Well, we don't. <laughs> I was gonna say we need to give these criminals a little bit more credit. <laughs> 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 but but this is this is my where I'm coming from with this, right? They they just had the Aussie Mafia. Um, the Aussie Mafia is a, a new thing. It's a guy that they're currently trying to look for, um, and 
he has been able to get all the bikey gangs and everyone together to work with other mafias around the world. He's currently on the run, but he's been able to get all these people together. They they got him because the FB, working with the American FBI and Australians uh, federal police. They created an app, an anonymous app. I've heard that. And then they yeah. they, they, they infiltrated the yeah. They started using this. It, it was Did like you a, see that? Yeah, yeah, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, right? it, it, yeah. Was, it was like WhatsApp. Uh, so they, it, it was promised that it was uh, full on encryptions. No, no one can spy on you. La la la. Yeah, these criminals were using it right, and then they got caught because they had all the logs of their conversations. Yeah, they should have used the VPN. Yeah. <laughs> VPNs won't help you. In this nah, case, in those logs, yeah. nah, mate. But um, so what? Why I said we should uh, give them a little bit more credit is that, like, people are here worrying about their privacy, right? Yeah. The government is like got their phone and and they know everything about these guys. We're moving three billion dollars a year into Australia via illegal crimes, like that amount of money, that amount of like, like business you have to have business sacraments you have to know shipping routes you need it you need to like there's so much involved logistically to move that entire thing give them some, a little bit like a little bit of credit has to go to them but then the police if you know who they are and you know that this guy is his his life is in danger Shouldn't you go arrest the person that you think? However, there's there's there, there's one possibility is that they want to sentence them for a greater crime. Yeah, conspiracy to commit yeah. a crime, you get a lesser sentence than the actual crime uh, itself. Also, but you shouldn't someone, wait for someone, someone to, to get, die for that to happen. Yeah, you right? shouldn't like. <laughs> wait for someone to die to like do that though. It, it's it's crazy uh, that you were talking about privacy in London. If this happened, there will be straight on to the murderer. There's CCTVs everywhere. I'm, yeah, I've London's seen like that. Everywhere, every, the London riots um, that occurred in 2012, people were wearing masks. They still tracked them down because they went from CCTV to CCTV to find them. And, uh, and the, people were getting arrested for it. Yeah, crazy stuff. The new technologies, I posted it on the, on the private group that the technology for it, there's, there's like, there's a little camera in the top of the building and it zooms in, bro. It zoomed in so fast and you can see the face so clearly like it's fucking HD. It's like ridiculous, the technology that they're doing right now. Look, I don't know Bilal Hamze. Um, I don't know the family. I don't know what's going on. I don't like a human life getting... Uh, are you religious? No, not really. What do you think happens to Bilal now? I don't know. That's, I don't know. You're just going to smash the, just, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it on, I don't know. You've invited me to- Fair enough. Uh, you've invited me to return on a podcast. I think that's yeah, probably so the are. most truthful answer that anyone could give, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'll, um, Fair. I'll, um, maybe I'll discuss it another time. Yeah, let's dis we can discuss religion in another episode. Thank you so much for coming on, my brother. All the descriptions where you can follow Adam will be down below. Leave them with whatever you like. It's all yours. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, I hope everyone stays well, and uh, I hope everyone looks after themselves. Uh, look out for your health.
100. Spin to 5-8 take. We are 